Welcome to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm your host, Associate Editor Hannah Bubser. Developed by Rain Technology, Ortho is a voice assistant for the automotive aftermarket. It launched last year as an offering for mechanical repair shops, but Ortho has now expanded to service franchises, tire dealers, and quick lube markets. To learn more about Ortho and what this technology means for quick lubes, I spoke with Eric Turkington, the Vice President of Growth at Rain Technology. Okay, so Eric, let's start by kind of breaking this down for our listeners a little bit. Can you explain what RAIN technology is to start out? Absolutely, and thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, RAIN technology is is our company's name, and um, we've actually been working in the voice technology uh, arena for uh, almost the the, the better part of the last decade. Um, We spend probably the last eight years uh, working with mostly Fortune 500 companies to help them understand how technologies like Alexa and Google Assistant and Siri um, were changing consumers' lives um, and increasingly, you know, have the potential to change uh, business operations. And so we've developed, you know, dozens of different voice applications that do everything from, you know, uh, selling sneakers to uh, helping people meditate. And a, a couple of years ago, <clears throat> we uh, took on some investment uh, to really diversify uh, our offerings to develop our own products and build um, what we now have as a, a, the first voice assistant for the automotive aftermarket, um, which was really a, a segment that jumped out to us um, in kind of the, the broader landscape of what we call the deskless workforce. Um, so if you think about everyone from construction site workers to uh, to nurses in hospitals to you know, technicians in garages, um, a lot of the workforce, um, you know, globally works with their hands and um, honestly has, has, you know, not uh, received the right uh, software to actually do their jobs. Um, and so as we thought about what made voice technology actually powerful, it's that speed of input. It's the, the fact that we can phrase things naturally. It's, it's hands-free. Um, and if you think about the data needs of, of a technician or even a service advisor, you know, we started to think, you know, there's a huge opportunity here to apply um, what makes voice technology really efficient um, in other contexts to uh, a really purpose-built tool for the aftermarket. So we'll, we'll dive into ortho a little bit later, but uh, that's kind of the, the background of, of our company was really steeped in, in um, this technology uh, from a design and development perspective um, and uh, had this big, big idea about where it could be most impactful. And ortho is really the manifestation of, of that idea. Yeah. So ortho itself is kind of what we're here to talk a little bit more about. How would you describe ortho's technology? Yeah, we we describe it as a, a voice assistant for technicians and and. You know, I would also include service advisors who are also actively using it as well. So really a, a voice assistant for aftermarket service professionals. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of t- different terms flo- you know, floating around there these days with, you know, the rise of chat GPT and everybody's, you know, lips and, and consciousness about um, is that going to replace, you know, different people's jobs and things of that nature? Is that a voice assistant or is that just a chat chat bot? And, but ultimately, you know, ortho is a, a voice assistant in that voice is the primary way that we have our users interacting with the technology and one of the key um, drivers of efficiency around it. Um, and when we use the term assistant, we mean that it's actually something that is, is meant to 
uh, understand your workflow and, and not just be a dumb call and response system, but something that is really uh, imbued with logic that's helpful to technician's job. So um, understanding, you know, even if you say just a few words, we can extrapolate what, what you, you're likely looking for with that query. Um, so, you know, we're really uh, invested in making sure that we understand the depth of, of industry terms and how our users speak and want to access uh, different data points or diagrams or maintenance uh, information. And so uh, the way that it comes to life uh, today is uh, actually a web application that lives on a tablet. So we provide all of our, our customers with uh, a dedicated tablet or set of tablets, uh, depending uh, how many folks are using it, that we've tested very regular, rigorously in, in real garage settings with ambient noise. Um, and they're very, very reliable on microphone pickup. So a voice assistant's no good if it doesn't hear you. And um, we've uh, decided that we, we really want our users to have the optimal experience. And so we actually deliver uh, the, that, that hardware. Um, so a lot of technicians have been bringing that on their cart with them. Uh, taking it right into the bays next to their 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 vehicle that they're servicing. Uh, sometimes they'll you know affix it to a lift pole using magnets, uh, which we provided, and so that people are getting creative about making sure that this can follow them really where they're doing their work at that point of service, and really saves a lot of um, inefficiency that comes from you know walking back and forth from the vehicle to a computer terminal where they're um, you know maybe aligned to access a, a repair data system they may already be using or um, you know what have you so it, it really is is a is meant to be you know accessible to the technician um, just by asking and, and has a, a capability to do that at some some range as well so you've given us a really good primer there of what ortho looks like and, and what's involved in it and you've dived into some of these details already, but I'm still kind of curious mm -hmm. to learn about how it looks in practice. Like, what does it look like sure. in an ideal environment to, to work with ortho and those components that are involved that you've talked about a little bit yeah. and how, how it works overall? Yeah. So the first thing you do is, is load up a vehicle, right? And um, we've made it such that once you've loaded in a vehicle um, using the VIN and any question you ask ortho about that vehicle is confined to the context of that vehicle. So you can load a vehicle through um, scanning a VIN, um, you know, through manually entering your make model, if you prefer, um, or through um, actually a, a new solution we're going to be rolling out um, in just a week, which is using license plate uh, lookup as well. So you can simply enter the license plate and, and get that vehicle information. So once we have all of that vehicle information, including engine and trim, um, then you're effectively a blank canvas to ask what you need to ask about that car. So there's really three different primary content modules that we have today. Uh, so uh, the first um, in, I guess, the, the technician's process would be, you know, if I'm actually doing a diagnosis and an estimate, um, what do I actually need to look for? So maintenance intervals as provided by OEMs um, is, is a big area there where you can say, you know, um, show me the you know recommended maintenance for 50,000 miles. And within seconds, um, you get uh, the, the required, you know, remove, replace, uh, inspect this and that. Um, and then you can also scroll you know, to the left and the right on the tablet to see what, what, what the, what's required for, you know, 5,000 or 10,000 miles plus or minus uh, what you asked for. So getting really, really fast access to maintenance inter interval information um, is, is a pretty powerful shortcut. Um, and especially as we think about you know, quick loop shops and, and, and tire dealers that may be trying to expand, you know, um, the, the suite of services that they're offering. A customer may come in from an, for an oil change, but actually needs a lot more work done. Maybe they need their spark plugs replaced. This is a really fast way to 
to get that done. Um, the second, uh, similarly, if, if you're looking to, you know, uh, diagnose a vehicle in a bit more depth, you may, may have to check, well, have there been any recalls? Do we need to check the technical service bulletins on this vehicle? Um, so we have a whole technical service bulletin uh, module where you can um, look them up generally and filter them by type, um, but also uh, ask for very specific um, types of technical service bulletins that may apply. So um, really when you're doing sort of the diagnosis and estimation and trying to figure out the work to be done, um, maintenance intervals, technical service bulletins are really helpful. Um, then probably the bulk of the content we offer is actually uh, specs and, and data points um, that sometimes we can serve in clusters and sometimes we can serve just a la carte uh, depending on what's most useful. So uh, about a hundred plus um, torque specs. So like, you know, what's the wheel nut lug nut torque on this? Um, you know, uh, brake pads uh, and what's the brake pad thickness for discard? Um, you know, fluid capacities and fluid types um, for basically everything in, inside the vehicle. Um, so the type of information that, you know, again, needs to be referenced very frequently uh, and, you know, shouldn't just be guesswork from the technician. Um, so, you know, when it comes to, I think, some of the more non-traditional services that a lot of uh, quick loop shops might offer, uh, you know, there may be you know, the engine oil type and capacity, you know, very quickly at their fingertips for, for a given vehicle and existing systems. But, um, you know, what about that, that additional, you know, service that they wanted to recommend that where they might not have those data points handy, or there may be a technician who just relies a little bit on guesswork um, for, you know, a torque spec, which actually does make the difference between um, a just okay and a really quality repair. Um, so we're really hoping that you know, we can service uh, technicians and service advisors kind of across that journey from, you know, understanding what needs to be done and recommended to a customer um, and, and getting you know, the, the, the speed to, to those recommendations, but also when you're actually executing the repair, um, making sure that you're doing everything to spec and that it's not a laborious process to, you know, start doing a web search and start typing when your hands are dirty and you just want to service the next vehicle. This episode of the Nolan Podcast is sponsored by Valvoline. You've invested a lot of time and money building your QuickLube brand. Are you leaving profit on the table due to labor shortages, limited inventory, or unreliable suppliers? Valvoline can help. Valvoline's premium brand can help streamline your business, drive traffic, and maximize your bottom line while retaining the name and reputation your customers trust. Not only can you get all of your products in one place with Valvoline, but you can also leverage their award-winning ASE-certified training programs. To learn more about what Valvoline has to offer, visit partner.valvoline.com or click the link in this episode description. So when technicians are prompting ortho with questions, how is ortho sourcing the information that it's relaying to the technician? Absolutely. So um, so when you say, hey, ortho, which is our, our wake word or okay, ortho, that opens the mic and then it starts listening for what you're asking. Um, so you say, you might say, okay, ortho, um, what's the lug nut torque? Um, we will take that query and pass it um, through to uh, a database that's provided by Motor. Uh, so Motor aggregates OEM repair information and delivers it to us via their API. Um, so it's all fully vetted and, and, and accurate um, with regard to what the OEs actually publish. Um, and that data then comes back to, 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 to ortho and it's delivered to a technician two ways. So you can see the answer on the screen 
Um, and you know, this is an audio podcast, so I can't show this to you, but um, we really try to separate the signal from the noise. And you know, it's it's sometimes finding a needle in a haystack when you know technicians are using legacy repair databases to find just the point you need. You have to sift through you know um, a, a, a number of different statistics and, and points and uh, a bunch of text. We really elevate just the the answer you need. Um, in a very clear, glanceable format. So you could be, you know, 10 feet away and just look at the tablet and find the information you need. But we also read it. So we'll read it back to you. And you, you may actually not even be with an eye shot of, of the tablet. So we really, we, we do what, was, what we call kind of multimodal design there. So it's a visual, visual and audio. Um, and it's just that much faster to do voice in and to get um, oftentimes an answer out. So we don't always read the full answer. That's really a, a design uh, discretion where sometimes it's faster to read it and sometimes it's faster to just prevent, present something you can scan. Um, so that, that's how the data gets sourced. And um, a lot of the magic happens in, in the layer between <laughs> you said this and we transcribed that to we delivered you, um, you know, the, the, the answer you're really looking for. And that's kind of the secret sauce. So as you're talking, it sounds like efficiency is a really big um, thing for ortho. It's really what you're trying mm -hmm. to promote here. Would you say that that's kind of one of the biggest goals with, with this technology? Or what are some of the other problems you're hoping to solve with yeah. ortho? Yeah, I would say the number one uh, reason we built it the way we built it and what we continue to stay focused on is efficiency. So um, the more time we can save on every single data lookup, um, the more vehicles a shop can service. Uh, and so we're pretty maniacal about making sure that every choice we make you know, is predicated on, is this actually saving time? Because um, if it's not, there's no point to it. Uh, and so uh, efficiency is the number one thing. And, you know, we're very glad to hear that technicians have been reporting, you know, an average of about two hours a week in time saved per technician when they're using this. Um, of course, that varies based on the type of technician and the work they're doing. Um, but for your average technician, it's been uh, around there. And, you know, I think efficiency is one thing, but there's a couple other areas that we think ortho can really be useful to a shop. Um, one is is helping them recommend the right services. So um, again, getting the the, the maintenance inf interval information that allows them to say, you know, your car actually does need this. Don't take it from me. Take it from what the OEM published. You know, you can see it right here. Um, so I think helping in drive and in increase service revenue in addition to making services more efficient when when they're actually delivered um, is another area. But another big thing is technician talent, right? A, lo a lot of shops are really struggling to attract. Um, quality new technicians, um, especially in a high turnover, you know, world like the the quick loop space, um, and increasingly these these younger techs are very uh, digitally savvy. They they grew up, you know, around uh, you know smart speakers and using voice assistants on smartphones to get things done, even if they're really simple things. And they start to bring a preference for. Wouldn't it be easy enough if I could just ask for the thing that I, you know, at, at work that I ask for at home, um, you know, whether that's the you know, the weather or a trivia fact or what have you, um, that's that's an increasingly like delightful thing to have in, in your work environment when it actually makes life easier. So I think to the technician attraction and retention, you know, a lot of folks have told us this really makes them feel um, like they have something designed for them, and it actually is, you know. Uh, a rarity sometimes that 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 uh, technicians feel like their their workflows have really been uh, factored into a product, and so that that's great for a shop owner if they can provide tools that really make their talent um, happy to work there and, and makes life just a bit easier for them. 
So my next question is a little bit twofold here, but um, ortho has really gotten its start in a mechanical repair shop setting. Um, and now you've expanded into offering it for tire dealers and mm -hmm. service franchises and quick loop markets. And I'm just wondering so far, what have you learned or what have you gained from the journey of having it in these mechanical settings so far? And what has that transit transition to the the quick lube and entire space been like for this product? Yeah, for sure. One of the big uh, learnings we had was a, a lot of our power users were, um, you know, lube techs or apprentice techs um, in uh, independent mechanical shop that did also did really complex repairs. Um, that's not to say we didn't also have uh, a lot of folks that are doing more complex repairs also using the product, but um, some of the people who were really incorporating ortho into, um, you know, a, a very frequent daily habit um, were those those folks that um, are just one type of persona that lives in, in that sort of shop. Um, and so we started to think, you know, might make a lot of sense for us to take a, a similar, um, you know, set of services that happens a lot more frequently at service franchises, quick loop shops, tire dealers. Um, and really deliver the product to them in a way that that helps them as well. So a lot of what we've already built uh, into Ortho uh, so far is is highly applicable um, to, the, to the, these uh, these segments of the aftermarket beyond independent mechanical. Um, but we're also putting a lot of emphasis on um, things like flexible unit conversions and um, <clears throat> ensuring that um, you know the uh clusters of of information that we can provide in addition to the one-off specs are really servicing you know any given job in a holistic way so um if you're doing uh, an oil change you, you you probably don't want to have to look up separately multiple um attributes of the, of, of what, what's required capacity and type and what, what have you um you probably also want some related specs that have to do with um you know uh drain plug tightening torque and things of that nature. So um, we're really trying to, to take, you know, a lot of what we've already built um, and, and just surface it in the most, uh, you know, relevant and, and compelling way for, for folks that are working in quick, quick loop shops. Um, but again, I, I think the, the trends we're seeing in this space is, you know, uh, diversification of services and trying to offer the customer more um, to try to to increase um, you know um, that those revenues and I think as ortho is is that broader um, uh, spectrum of coverage of, of different repair types that should help um, you know these these users to, to deliver on on some of those uh, those mandates to not just do oil changes alone right and, and start to do some some of these higher ticket jobs as well. So are you seeing some opportunity for Ortho to expand to more markets in the in the future? What are some of the goals that you have in mind for, for Ortho in the long term? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we're thinking about uh, growth. Uh, you know, one obvious uh, thing is if you can, you know, solve for passenger vehicles, you can probably find ways to solve for heavy duty vehicles um, and, you know, there's lots of different aspects to servicing trucks that um, need to be factored in. Uh, they're, they're much bigger. They have you know different cadences of maintenance. There's different manufacturers, et cetera. But um, scaling from passenger to, to heavy duty you know, commercial vehicles is one. Um, but also thinking about within a given shop, um, you know, we focus really on repair data lookup today. Uh, but there's other operational efficiencies that could be gleaned um, from voice. So if you think about, you know, 
lube POS systems or shop management systems, which sort of function as the hub for uh, a given shop's operations and um, truly track lots of different data points. Um, you can start to imagine extracting other data points from other systems that you have, um, which could be really powerful uh, in, uh, in delivering information to people who otherwise wouldn't have it or getting it to them right when they need it. So has the part arrived um, for me to complete this repair? Oh no, it's 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 not going to be here for a few more hours. Or you know, do we have an appointment in Bay Three, right? Um, and who's working on that? Uh, so there can start to be a lot of interesting information there. Or even um, thinking about adding notes to repair orders, right? Like you know, let them know that we did this to spec, and or let them know we also found this that maybe should, they should look at. Um, so we're thinking a lot about the sort of different um, ways we can interact with existing systems that uh, these these shops have, where. Um, if you add a voice layer on top of it, it makes the data that much more operable and useful uh, to the people who need it in the time that they need it. So um, we're really thinking about, you know, how do we uh, deliver a product that's really, really meaningful for the aftermarket, um, really before we start to go, you know, big on uh, other segments, you know, beyond it. Uh, but you can, it's, you know, it's not a crazy notion to think that uh, a similar product could exist in other types of vehicles, be they, you know, uh, jet engines or or uh you know marine repair uh we're just not focused on that yet we want to make sure that we're really digging into um the to the, the aftermarket and the segments that uh already have been getting value from us and as ortho moves into the quick loop space here um what kind of insights are you looking forward to gaining from servicing that area or, or what are you most excited yeah. about with that yeah, totally. So again, everything ties back to, to business results. So, you know, we're, we're looking at things like how many more vehicles can be serviced in a given day, um, you know, from a shop that's using using ortho. Are we really increasing the actual ticket size, right, for those vehicles by helping people recommend better services? Um, is customer trust stronger um, when there's a more visible sign that, you know, uh, the right information is always being looked up every time? You know, I think, Customers can sometimes be skeptical about, um, you know, just, you know, how, how reputable um, is a given location to do a certain type of service or should they bring that to, you know, their standard mechanical shop, what have you. And I think, you know, there's there's an element to building customer trust that that evidences we're actually, you know, um, you know, using the right data and, and, we're, and we're doing it every time. So I think the throughput of, of vehicles, you know, there's there's obviously anecdotal time saved um, that, that technicians tell us. Um, there's also some studies that we're kind of contemplating around using computer vision to track the movements of uh, technicians throughout a shop. Are we cutting down on unnecessary walks to a computer and back? You know, how many footfalls are saved uh, per lookup? So uh, there's a lot of different measures that that we're looking to understand, and ultimately, it has to it has to deliver a, a business result or, or multiple different types of business results for for these shops, or else it's not worth um, the investment, right? Uh, so that's the sort of thing that we're really keen on on better understanding, and you know, of course, we also want to understand, you know, uh, is this experience making <clears throat> you a better technician, right? Is this making you uh, feel more confident in in your work? Um, and, uh, you know, to what extent is is retention also influenced by this? Because I have a strong suspicion that, uh, you know, when, when people get tools that truly feel, um, you know, modern and, and help uh, deliver meaningful efficiency, it's going to be hard to, to, to have those folks, you know, um, not have access to them in a different shop. 
Um, and that's 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 a trend we've seen a lot of uh, folks saying where you know it, it's hard to live without it once you develop a habit. So considering everything we've talked about today, is there anything else you think is important to note to our listeners about ortho overall? Um, I think we've we've covered a lot of good ground. Uh, I, I I think um, we'd love uh, for shops to um, you know get in contact with us. Uh, we we offer a, a free trial, um, uh, a fourteen day trial, and uh, it's plenty of time to to really put the product through its paces and um, you know see if it's delivering value for you. Um, and so we'd love folks to to reach out to us on uh, heyortho.com. That's h uh, e y o r t h o dot com uh, if they're interested in just getting a demo or um, or even uh, signing up for a trial. Uh, and uh, we're just really excited about, um, you know, this is an industry that I think is changing a lot right now. There's a lot of consolidation. There's a lot of, you know, emphasis on, um, you know, squeezing every every possible penny of, of margin uh, out, of, out of businesses that, 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 that that's that's possible. And, you know, we really feel like ortho can, can be part of that, that you know, uh, renaissance in, in the field as uh, tech improves the, the customer experience and the technician experience. Thanks for listening to the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you never miss another by subscribing to us wherever you listen. For more content, visit nolan.net and follow Nolan on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Associate Editor Hannah Bubser, and I'll talk to you more next time. Music